All right. We all? We're on. We are on. All right. Time to go at it. This is what, 23, 24? 23, 24, something 23, like that. Uh, is game six tonight? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the if it's tonight or tomorrow. Uh, it no, seems like they got bigger gaps with these games. Huh? Because it seems like in the Eastern, like the conference finals, mm-hmm. it was like every other night. Every other night. I think once you get to the finals, it's it's like two or three nights. It's like They kind of drag it out a little I bit more. I want to say it's like two or three days, yeah. Yeah, they drag it out. It seems that way. Uh, well, I guess we'll kind of jump right into it today, not too much bullshit beforehand. Let's rock and roll. What are we talking about today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say, what are we talking about? <laughs> I was going to put Kel on the spot today. Uh, I'll talk about this last night a little bit. This would be kind of a good podcast. We haven't really – we might have kind of alluded to it before in the past in some of the other podcasts, but I don't know if we've ever done like a, a full-on like discussion just about this one particular topic of like what's more important. Is it is it food quantity or food quality? Oh, that's a good one. Okay. So I thought about this last night uh, as to what maybe would be, a, a like I said, a little bit more in detail about you know which one's more important, kind of the details of each one. Uh, I'm sure to a degree, most people can kind of probably understand where the conversation is going, mm-hmm. right? Like you have food quantity, right? Which is the amount of food that we're eating in a day. And you have food quality of, you know, most people will consider that like maybe like a whole food option compared to like a processed Process food option. option. Like which one's more important than the other? Like is it how much am I eating or is it more about like what I'm eating, what eating. right? And... The, the simple answer is they're they're both important. We'll kind of break down as to... The simple answer is yes. The simple answer is <laughs> yes, they're both important. Like it's, it's really more like a like a close to a 50-50 ratio as to, you know, you have to have both those things included into your nutrition practices to see the most overall benefit and bang for your buck. Um, and you see a lot of debates and things like that. A lot of people post about these different things that's... You know, it's all, it doesn't matter what you eat, it's just about the calories that you eat. And then some people, it's more like, you know, the calories, not just calories don't matter. It's about the food quality that you're eating. And they try to put themselves into like a certain camp uh, as to, you know, what's the more important of the two. And, you know, if I said, like, for me personally, as a coach, like, as me and looking at just the general data, uh, if I had to like put my foot on one side of the fence or the other, I would say, Ultimately, the what's going to be a the most important of the two to a degree would be the quantity side of things, okay. not so like the actual amount, of the amount of food that you're eating. Um, like for instance, like there was like two. I was kind of like I was kind of looking at this the other day. Um, so there's like two two different things here. Let's, so like they had this professor. Um, he was kind of, you know, preaching this low two degree, like, you know, food quantity was the most important factor. And the students were arguing with him, like saying like the food quality was more important. And what's now considered the Twinkie diet is for like 28 days. You say uh, Twinkie diet? Twinkie. 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 Okay. Like Twinkie. Twinkie. It's for 20, he called, he got the time called the 7-Eleven diet. So okay. it eventually got turned into Twinkies because he ate a lot of Twinkies was Technically, what he was going to do for 28 days is he only was going to eat food out of the 7-Eleven, kind of like the McDonald's okay. thing. Um, but he was going to only eat 1,800 calories a day, but in just processed foods. And he did that over a 28-day period. I mean, you know, over the 28 days, ate 1,800 calories, just some processed foods, your sugars, things like that, like, you know, cakes and whatever Twinkies, get, right? whatever, cereal, whatever it may be. And he lost like, I think it was like close to over like 20 pounds. And all his health markers... 
improved. So it's like if okay. LDL and HDL all improved, his resting heart rate improved, like blood pressure improved, all across Just the by board. hitting the calories. Just by hitting the, the calories alone. Okay. So the 18, he was eating 1,800 calories, this eating processed foods. And so that's a very good indicator that obviously it's, it's very much about how much you're eating. Mm-hmm. And the same, same thing was given to, so two groups, they had one group, they both consumed the same amount of calories and the same amount of protein, but one group was only given 10 grams of sugar in a day and one group was given 100 grams of sugar in a day. Okay. And over a 30-day window, the same weight loss occurred, the same skeletal muscle mass increase occurred, and all these health benefits all stay the same. For both people. For both people, regardless of the sugar. different diets. They, the calories were the same and the protein intake was the same. The only thing that was different between the two groups was the amount of sugar they intake took in during that in, during that period. And they did they really same, Nothing really changed between the two studies. Okay. They had the groups straight from the same exact way. So to say that you know the food quality in two degrees that kind of trumps food quantity, um, I don't necessarily think that's the case because you can definitely eat high quality foods and eat too many of them and yeah, then you lose weight, right? If you're not, weight, right? yeah. if you're not obviously you can eat the perfect amount of yeah. perfect foods but i mean if you're eating too much of it yeah you're if you're, you're not considering like if you're not considering the amount of volume you're eating you're just eating whole foods there's still a possibility you could be overeating the, on those foods and, and gaining weight or not losing weight because of that right so the food quantity is ultimately going to dictate you know how much weight what you're lost you're, you're going to see and how much weight gain you're going to see so to speak and so the, the thing is, though, is a lot of times, like, you hear an argument of, like, we can't say that, you know, a donut's better than, like, a like chicken breast, right? And I'm not sitting here, sit here and argue, like, yeah, like, obviously chicken's a better source overall for health standpoint than a donut. But it's usually kind of like a false dichotomy kind of an argument is most people who are in the process of trying to improve their body composition or lose weight – they're probably not eating just a bunch of processed foods, mm-hmm. realistically, right? If you're really trying right, to like they're really trying, they're probably putting effort in, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. And the, the point of the matter is, is that I think the, co- the topic of the conversation is, is that people think that for me to only lose weight, it has to be nothing but whole food options, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Like you can still have some processed foods. The the best overall approach to your nutrition the, the problem i'll say the biggest problem with processed foods is the more of the, the satiation standpoint is probably the overall biggest problem is because we talked about this before is the volume of food that you're eating so if i'm eating a bunch of processed foods the volume of that food is going to be relatively small so it's going to be very very hard for me to eat in a way that's going to keep me full and satiate throughout the day, the day right? without me overeating other foods right because it's very easy like i just had this conversation earlier with greg because he was talking about how you know, my fitness pal is giving me 2,600 calories and he has a hard time eating that through just regular whole food options. But if he eats some processed foods, he has no problem eating no that. No problem eating right? And so they're very, very calorically dense foods with not a whole lot of volume. So you're going to be way more hungry that way. I mean, you can probably eat like four packages, four or five packages and get to like 800 calories. Well, even like a snack size of bag of chips, yeah. right? Most of those bag of chips range from like two to 400 calories. You can, most people bag of probably, chips is like 12 to 15 chips, yeah. maybe. And if you're hungry, I mean, you'd probably blaze through at least three or four bags. Oh, bags. Without, yeah. without no big of a deal. And so, I mean, you could easily rack up 800 to 1,000 calories enough to just a few like 30 minutes. Chips. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that hard to do. And so, 
Um, so the problem becomes of, of the satiation standpoint. If you're trying to stay in a certain core budget, right? So if I'm tracking my food, I'm trying to eat nothing but processed foods. It's going to be a very, very hard thing for me to do that by eating a bunch of processed foods that way, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very hungry. More likely, I'm not going to sustain that for a long period of time because I'm going to be mentally battling. I'm probably going to overeat at some point in time. And so that's where the problem comes in. Now, obviously, there's other standpoints of like it's going to be very hard to hit protein intake and things of that of nature as well from eating a bunch of processed foods. And mainly, mostly processed foods are very high in carbohydrates high in and, and fats. fats to a degree, depending on what food you're eating, and very low in protein, right? So... The other, the other standpoint of that is, you know, body composition is also a factor here where I might be, be able to eat a bunch of processed food and eat a caloric deficit that way, but my body composition might not be that great where I'm probably losing some scalp of muscle mass and body fat because I'm not at the same time. I'm not at a high enough protein intake to be able to retain enough skeletal muscle mass because of that. And so like I said, it's it's more of a it's a fifty-fifty thing to a degree in my opinion, to where like to get the best overall approach to your nutrition is both have to be included, right? Yeah. And we just like straight by summer. Both buckets. Yeah, like when we did the straight <clears throat> by summer challenge, right? It was very to a degree quality based because mm-hmm. of the fact that we couldn't really give out a quantity number to hundred plus people doing it, right? But because of the fact that you're eating higher quality foods that means more volume of food. You're eating mm-hmm. bigger portions of that. And if you're eating protein as well, you're more likely gonna be more satiated because of that, which will then in essence not make you overeat, which degree then puts you into a caloric deficit. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. Kind of like a, if you do this and this will happen, this will happen, so to speak. Kind of like a rollover. Yeah, and so and what I tell people that usually, especially when working with one-on-one is, you know, your goal should be still to have mainly whole foods like most of the foods that you're eating should be something that they're going to like you cook it they should or you put it in the refrigerator it should expire within probably that week of buying it yeah right majority of your food should expire relatively that's a whole food option um but also it's okay to indulge in some processed foods as well as long as it's accounted for yeah right i think so many people they get caught in the one side or the other that that's where they get in trouble at is that they you don't they, know how to like stay in the middle. They don't know how to say that they don't know how to balance those two things. And we have to know how to balance real world situations in life and eating out with people and going to restaurants and going to parties and things like that. Or just in general, like, you know, someone called going home and maybe let a full steam by, you know, want to drink a beer or a glass of wine or having some sweet tooth, whatever it may be to help kind of get the edge off, so to speak and how to include that, but also see the progress that we want, Yeah. right? And so uh, it's, it's really, a, they're both equally important, um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those things that is a balancing act between the two of them. Uh, you can get too focused in on the, the, the quantity side, right? And just say, well, you know, the so-and-so, it fits, fits my macros. Where yeah, I, that's like the old school fish old, macros. Yeah, that I can eat cereal right? and pop tarts and yeah. things like that, right? That's like kind of the old school and that all that kind of initially came out. That was kind of the mindset behind it of it doesn't really matter what you're eating, it's just how much you are eating. And that was very much like when it like if it fits your macros kind of component came out, that was like how most people kind of attacked it. Was like, oh, I can eat pizza and I can eat ice cream. Whatever fits. I can right? eat as long as it fits inside the macros, that's all that matters. And as people have gotten wiser over the years, you know, it's kind of gotten back to the middle where that's where it probably should be and say, okay, well, it, yeah, you, sh- it, you still have to have macros that you fit 
a certain amount of X calories that you're eating in a day, X amount of protein that you're eating in a day, things like that. And most of that should probably come from the whole food side, so the quality of food that you're eating is very important as well. But you can also have, you don't have to, to live in a dungeon and, and eat nothing but carrots and chicken breast, chicken breast and, and broccoli, broccoli forever, yeah. right? Like you, you can also have some other things that's okay. Like you can still live and still see really good results by doing that. So it's, it's more about marrying those two worlds together and, you know, living a, a more balanced lifestyle with your nutrition. There is some work that has to be done. You do have to eat in certain portion control. Um, that's not always easy to do at some points in time than others. Uh, but it's, it's just balancing that equation more than anything else. Yeah. So. Kind of like what you said earlier, it's like they'll both work. It just kind of depends. Like if you want to have a better body composition, you probably want to spend more on like quality mm -hmm. is what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. If you're not really worried about that too, too, too much, you could probably just kind of rock and roll and do your thing. <clears throat> That's kind of what I get. To agree, right? Like if you focus on just like hitting certain calories and not really focus on the macronutrients, it's kind of like I'm just going to eat whatever as long as I'm hitting the amount of calories. Yeah, you could probably you could lose weight with that, and if that's your primary objective, you don't care exactly you know how much of that is body fat. And how much body composition probably will change for better, but overall, it probably won't it, be it probably. as great of a change as if somebody that's eating chicken breast and yeah. whole food options, right? Really, the whole comes down to is like, could you do that? Yeah, is it the best game plan? No. Definitely not. Yeah, right, and so. Uh, it's like option C. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just not like, will it get you to where you want to go? Yeah, like, it's, if it, is it, could it, can it get you to the weight area that you want to be, the weight loss journey that you want to get to? Yes. But. Is it going to be the way you want it to look? Is it, are you going to look the way you want to look when you get there? Probably not. Right? Probably not exactly. You know, it's kind of like, you know, would you really fly, you know, to Paris in first class or, or go and coach or, or get in a rowboat? Yeah, right? like it's kind of like the same. Like they all get you there, but the the trip there is going to be, gonna be a, lot a lot easier. On one's going to be a lot easier and yeah. more pleasurable, and one's going to be a lot more miserable, miserable to get there. And that's kind of like the the analogy to kind of kind of talk to that is you know is, is finding the, the balance between the two. So uh, I know this might be a little quicker podcast. That's okay, but because um, really just kind of the main components of it all is just really focusing on all those two things at the same time. And depending on where people are in their stages, I think. If we're talking more like a practical standpoint, like actually putting it into practice is, you know, taking a little bit of both of those and applying them. If you're first starting out with your nutrition, I think doing both a little bit at a standpoint is important. So if you're just starting off with your nutrition, you're like, okay, well, you know, I have all this information. I have to eat X amount and I have to eat whole foods. You know, where do I start? And most people I usually say like, look, start with tracking your protein and trying to get closer to a gram per pound of body weight. And if you can't, like, that could take a little bit of time to get there depending on where your starting point is. For some people, they're way off that number. Some people are relatively close, but the goal is to get up to that number, right? So now we're focused on a little bit of the quality of the food mm -hmm. that we're eating. So first off is track your protein. Step one. Step one. And step two would be at least try to get a serving of fruit or vegetable at every meal, right? Yeah. So now you're also focused on the quality of food as well. So, and don't worry about anything else. Just those two things. Just those two things. You focus on those two things alone. You're getting a both quantity and a quality standpoint. You're kind of bringing those two worlds together. Then the next step from there would be, okay, once we've gotten the protein down, we've gotten the fruit and vegetable down at every single meal, now we can start focusing on the amount of calories that we're eating. Mm -hmm. and we're eating enough in a caloric deficit to where we're seeing, you know, or caloric surplus or whatever it may be, depending on what your goal is, that now we're going to focus, now we kind of add that extra layer of the quantity side. Now we're focused on how many calories we're going to be eating. And then once we get that down past, okay, now we can start focusing in on 
what's the amount of carbs and what's the amount of fats. fats. And we can start focusing on things of like satiation and fullness and things like that. So usually the conversation is if somebody's in a weight loss journey is we have this kind of budget that we're now at of how much we want to eat. And depending on how far they're in a caloric test or how far they are in that journey, if they're, they're battling with hunger, then that topic conversation really has to get geared into like, what is the quantity of quality of food that we're eating? Mm-hmm. Because if they're still eating some processed foods, but they're still getting fruits and vegetables in, but there's still some amounts in there that are, that are more processed, right? They might be eating more rice or um, having some bread and things like that in their diet, but they find themselves hungry. Well then, that conversation has to turn to, well, we might have to turn to more fruits and vegetables to get more of the food in to match the same amount of carbohydrates. To get to your numbers, right? Right, because that way you can stay more full. Like they're seeing, they're seeing weight loss, which is good, but they're also like, but I'm very hungry yeah. all day. And, that, like, and that's not, you can't sustain that. So then it's more like, okay, then we have to look at all the food that you're eating in a day and say, okay, what of these foods that are processed that we can get rid of or change out? Pretty much figuring out what you can take out to replace, right? Yeah, to replace it with the same amount of carbohydrate or where the same food quantity is in the way of carbohydrates or fats or protein or calories and matching it with a food that's more voluminous, mm-hmm. right? So let's say they are eating maybe a rice, right? And they're like, okay, well, I'm eating 30 grams of carbohydrates and still with this rice. Well, the rice is not going to be, it might be, you know, half a cup of rice, which isn't a crazy amount of rice. Well, okay, now if we're going to replace this out to maybe a sweet potato, that's a little bit more volume of food. More dense. Or more dense, yeah. you know, or we can go with like a fruit option instead and maybe we can do some berries. That's a lot more volume of food. You're going to be a lot fuller off of that because you're like a low cup of rice. Compared to right. like a low cup of rice, right? So even though we're not changing your overall how much you're eating away, the, the, the actual number, you're still eating the amount of carbs, same amount of carbohydrates, same amount of calories. It's just the, the size of the food. Of yeah, the volume of food you're eating right. is different. And that's where that quality side is also important. And then vice versa, if let's say maybe if somebody's like, well, I'm looking to you know gain some weight and put on some skeletal muscle mass, but I'm not a big eater, like I have a hard time eating enough calories to get to a caloric surplus to, to see the weight that I want to go up on the scale, then those are things that we have the conversation of kind of the flip-flop, the reverse of that, of saying, okay, well, you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, it's great, but we might need to back off some of that a little bit and start adding in a little bit more starchy foods like like rice or potatoes or even some more processed foods in general, like some cereal or something like that, to help, to get, help you get, to there, get your right? calories up some, right? So um, that's where that conversation kind just of turns. Just depends on what side you're on, right? It depends on the size of you're looking at. It depends on how far you are down the journey. Because some people, when they first start like a weight loss journey with me, especially, is they talk about how full they are because of the fact they're eating more regular whole food options. Mm-hmm. But somewhere down that road, they do the process long enough, and they've been on whole foods long enough that you know maybe they're still including some processed foods, but now they're they're we've gotten kind of so far into a caloric deficit now that now the hunger is starting to kind of turn into like coming in a little bit that then we have to really focus on play around with more of a fine tooth comb of like what exactly each thing that you're eating at each individual meal to give us more of a whole food option to get more volume of food okay so uh so hopefully that gives you guys kind of an idea of you know of each one and how they both play roles with each other in that um they're both very very important Right, like how much you're eating and what you're eating both come into roles. And you can't necessarily say like, you know, 
it, a calorie doesn't matter or calories only matter. They both matter, right? Yeah. And marrying those two worlds together are very important. It's kind of like the argument of like what's more important, like strength training or conditioning. You know, like they both play a very they're, solid role. They're both very right. important, right? And like, yeah, you can see good results both ways. If you just did cardio, you just did strength training. But the best approach is to marry both marry together, together, right? Yeah. And include that both into your, your fitness lifestyle. Same thing here. It's like they're both very important. And, and try not to put yourself into two more camps. More often than not, with anything in life, it's usually like there's probably some truth on both sides. And it's like mm-hmm. find the middle, middle ground between the two is probably your best approach. Find what's best for you. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add to that, dude? I don't think so. So, hopefully that helped you guys out. Um, if you got any questions, just be sure to let us know, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Hope you all learned something. Peace out, Austin.